This is Jack Mercer from Jack Mercer and the Whiskey Bandits. You're listening to CITR 101.9. Hey, let's talk about food and music, eating and grooving, munching and moving, forking and spooning, listening to tunes, yeah, dinner's on soon and to get ready for, ready for, peanut butter and jams. 
You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with host Brenda and Jordy on CITR 101.9, exploring local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood and a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning, the endorsements and criticism expressed during the show are the opinions of the host, unless clearly identified as advertising. Put in your earbuds and fire up your taste buds. It's Peanut Butter and Jams. Hello and welcome. You are listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver and I am Jordy, uh, one of the hosts of Peanut Butter and Jams. We do not have a Brenda with us today, unfortunately, uh, but I've still got a great show planned for everyone. I have Courtney from Twin River coming on uh, to talk about her band and their new album at some point in the next... Mm, 15 to 20 minutes depending on uh how long it takes to set it up on the phone um but uh yeah stay tuned for that and uh i've also um got some new music for you guys uh this is a song by humans off of their new album noon tide and this song is called watusi
On Friday, November 20th at 7pm, come on down to Horse Records on East Hastings for Morning Coo's release party for her debut album, Baby Blue, featuring special performances by Tough Customer and number 213. Tickets are by donation, with all proceeds going to the Downtown Eastside Women's Center. Check out Morning Coo on Facebook for more information. caught your attention. It also caught the attention of the coolest people from Squamish to Bellingham. Music fans, students, and members of various cultural communities. If you want your ad to do the same, advertise with CITR and Discorder. If you've got a rad new ad or just something you want to share, whether in print, on air, or online, promote your wares, services, or events with us. Contact us at advertising at citr.ca or call 604-822-4342. Visit citr.ca for rates, information, and packages. This is the end of our ad, and if you're still here, we must be doing something right.
Salut, c'est Louise Burns. Si tu veux voir plus de vidéos, clique ici. And hello, I am on the air with uh, Courtney from Twin River. Courtney, can you hear us on the air too? I can hear you. Hello. Um, hello. I, I was just playing a song by Louise Burns because um, oh, nice. I saw that Dustin had posted this song on uh, on Facebook recently. Dustin is yeah, the yeah, drummer in, uh, in, <laughs> in, in Twin River. Uh, you guys are on the road right now. Uh, we're actually in Vancouver at the you're, moment. Oh, you're still so in Vancouver. In okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we leave again on Saturday morning. Um, well, I hope your show went well. I didn't manage to make it. Thanks. I... It was very fun. Yeah, it was nice to play at home again. Mm-hmm. So do you mm-hmm. still consider Vancouver to be home? Or I do, yeah. yeah. It's funny. I, I mean, I moved away, I guess, about a year and a half ago now to Montreal, but I still end up spending so much time in Vancouver. I've been here probably four months out of the last year. So mm-hmm. I keep saying I don't think I've done a very good job of moving away, but <laughs> it's worked out good. Oh, it's fine. I mean, maybe home is, uh, it's the home of Twin River, maybe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Totally. I'm, and I'm, I grew up here, so my whole family's here and stuff, so it's mm-hmm. very easy for me to come back here. Lots of places to stay and people to see. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I played a couple Twin River songs uh, while I, we were, sorry listeners, there was a lot of music just in the last like little lineup, and it was because we were having a little bit of technical difficulties getting the phones set up, but I, you guys got the opportunity to hear a bunch of Twin River songs, um, an old one um, off of Rough Gold, your first EP, Can't Keep This Alive, and then two, oh, yeah. uh, two songs from Should the Light Go Out, um, Golden Man and uh, Word to the Wise. And uh, you... Did uh, you play the full Golden Man? I... I played the one that is on the album. Is oh, that, that's a long one. <laughs> is that not the full one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the like I think it's like eleven minutes or something crazy, but it didn't come across as eleven minutes. So maybe huh. I counted wrong when I said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, no, it's the one that's supposed to be track seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I hope I played the right one. Uh, <laughs> I feel like really spacey after all the technical difficulties. Yeah, no problem. Um, <laughs> Um, so you are still in, um, so, uh, sorry, I wanted to ask about, uh, your band used to play, like when I played Can't Keep This Alive, and then I played mm-hmm. a newer song, because I wanted to kind of show how your band has sounded a bit different um, right. since your first EP. Uh, why Why did you guys choose to change your sound like that? Uh, that's hard to say. I don't know, I don't know that we ever really chose to be a duo, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of played together because it was easy and because, I mean, it was kind of happened organically. Andy and I, we met, um, when he was working at the reef. Um, and at that point I was putting on shows as, as a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did that thing, which every promoter hates where he's like, Oh, I play in a band. Here's my CD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, great. I can't wait <laughs> to listen to this. But, <laughs> um, I, I, I did listen to it that day and was like, Oh man, this is actually awesome. It was from his uh, old band, Red Cedar. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were playing that night, so I ended up going to the show, and 
Um, we ended up making plans to hang out, and we just started jamming really as friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as a duo, we would play kind of like the random house show, or we played like the John Rogers Park show. But I know for me anyways, my ambition was never really to be just a duo. I had played solo for years and was kind of looking forward to playing in a band. But mm. um, yeah, so we played the two of us for maybe a year. And then we did that Ruffled recording. Um, really, like we went in just the two of us, but we had a bunch of people kind of pop in. Um, you know, like Rebecca Gray, for example, who still plays with us. She yep. kind of came over, and just because she was, you know, in the room while we were doing vocals, I was like, "Oh, do you want to, you know, sing a harmony?" And okay, so you know, Henry Beckwith was over. Okay, do you want to play tambourine? It was just kind of very, it's just very comfortable and very easy. And I think shortly after we wrapped up that recording session we got offered an opening spot and we kind of hummed and hawed like, okay, I mean, we could do this just the two of us, but maybe we should try to put a band together. So that mm-hmm. was kind of what did it. It happened all at once. But And uh, now you uh, guys kind of like work as a more of a group and you're a little bit louder and um, yeah. I, I would say uh, poppier and a little noisier and less folky and twangy. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm ever going to, I don't know. I listen to a lot of like old country music and a lot of old folk music, so I think I will always have that twang. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are kind of a little bit psychier now, but I think, I mean, that's just sort of in me, so I think that will always kind of show up. But mm-hmm. um, do you, so it's, would you say that the sound that you guys have now is a little bit more what you would have made had you had the resources to, and it was just circumstances that made the previous more stripped down Maybe. sounds? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I felt like the Rough Gold recording was pretty true to us mm-hmm. at that time. And I think it's just kind of a, you know, a combination of many things you know, that was also, oof, I don't know, three, maybe four years ago now. So, you know, like my I guess it's a long time. Case as an individual has, has changed quite mm-hmm. a lot, you know, and so it's hard to say if we had started out as a band, if, if we would have started out kind of as a psyche garage band, or I don't know, we could have been more a country band even. It's really hard to say. Well, do you, but I do are, feel are you like happy we're with in a, a good zone now, yeah. Are you happy with the music that you've put on the, out on the last album now when you go out and play it live? Totally, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some songs, yeah, that are even now, because we're working on a new record, we're sort of in the middle of recording at the moment. So, you know, as kind of naturally happens, there are songs on that record which already seem kind of, you know, maybe not outdated, but seem a little bit farther away from the stuff that we're working on. But for the most part, yeah, I'm very proud of that record and enjoy playing those songs quite a bit what are you what are you working on now what sort of, what should people expect to hear from you if they uh if they catch you live when you're playing some of the new songs if you do play the new songs live i'm not sure if you're ready yeah yet, we but. played actually i think we did four or five of them at the fox on tuesday mm-hmm. um i feel like we it's almost as big a departure from should the like go out as should the like go out was from rough gold um i think we're a little bit moodier say mm-hmm um, yeah, things are feeling like a bit darker. Um, there's like lots of psyche jam out songs and I don't know, we got really into, when we were in the studio, we listened to a lot of stoned roses, so mm-hmm. maybe that will show up. Who knows? I think that would make our bass player very, very happy, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're just kind of like, it's still in an experimental stage, which I think is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of what makes the band work for all of us is because we go into, the, we've done this for every record. We go into the studio, not really knowing um, the way things are going to come out. We kind of go in with songs like 75% written and then, you know, just go with what feels natural in the moment. Mm-hmm. So, Do you guys kind of jam out some of the some of the stuff that's, that happens on the albums um, where you, it's not something that you've been meticulously practicing for 
for months beforehand? Or? Yeah, exactly. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, this, uh, the last recording session we did, um, we were recording a song that we played on, on Tuesday night. But so we, you know, we had the song kind of from start to finish and we were just in between takes. And What's it I don't called? know what that I was might doing. Be for, uh... Uh, it's called Untitled, actually. But... Oh, okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really help anything. <laughs> oh, um... uh, maybe it'll help. Yeah. <laughs> so we were in between takes, and uh, like Andy, Frank, and Dustin just started jamming, basically, just to kind of like fill the time. Um, and Darcy Hancock, who is producing a record again, and Colin Stewart, who is recording, both kind of said like, "Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, what was that? Whatever you just did, like, we need to record that." And everyone was like, "No, no, no! That was a joke! Like, that wasn't." That wasn't anything. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, that's now the intro to the song. So we have a new song that has, like, a minute-long kind of hilarious intro. But it works. And, I mean, that's what makes recording fun, I think, is we kind of keep ourselves open to moments like that. That's yeah, awesome when um, a little organic thing where you're totally. just screwing around ends up being mm-hmm. a great piece of Yeah, exactly. Music. Yeah. Um, so you guys are about to head to uh, Eugene. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're going down the coast, and then are you coming back before you head to Montreal, or? Yeah, yeah, we're coming back. Uh, we basically kind of go up and then back, or sorry, down and then back up the coast, mm-hmm. and then we're in Vancouver for about a week before we go back to the Hive on Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got about another week of studio time booked, and then another uh, mixing session booked in December, and hopefully by that point we will have the record recorded and mixed, and it should be off to uh, be mastered, but. Well, that sounds great. Um, as yeah. as you may or may not know, um, Peanut Butter and Jams is a local music and a local food show. Um, oh, cool. So we always ask um, our guests, even when they're music musicians, a few things about uh, food. Uh, what uh, what sort of food do you like to eat when you're in Vancouver? I know you uh, spend some time away from it, so maybe what yeah. like what do you miss? Oh, okay. I know this is going to be the most cliche, boring answer, but the sushi, numb. obviously. Hmm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sushi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sushi. I had sushi one time in Montreal. I was like, had a craving, was walking past like a sushi. I think it's like Sushi Stop is like a name of a chain mm-hmm. in Montreal. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, how bad could it really be? And I went in and spent like $50 on like very crappy sushi and was like, okay. So the answer was it, not... could be, it can be quite bad. Oh, yeah. It can be very, very bad and very expensive. Um, and I, it was, I think, maybe a month after I had moved. And I was like, okay, that's it. I just don't, I'm not going to eat sushi here unless. You know, only when I go back to Vancouver. So basically, I get off the plane. Um, I think this last time that I arrived in Vancouver, it was like 40 minutes before I was eating like Toshi sushi. Oh, Toshi's so, the best too. So. It is the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, you, do you go and just like wait wait out the line, or do you like time it so that you're right at the opening so you don't have to wait? <laughs> that one we just did like takeout, mm-hmm. but uh, I've actually never waited in that huge line. Yeah. I don't I, know. Call me lucky, but yeah, I've done it once, and I never I don't like doing it. So yeah. I'm sort of an impatient person, too. I mean, I really like it. Obviously, it's fantastic. And, I mean, it is quite, quite, quite certainly worth the wait, but it is hard for me to stand still for that long in one spot. Yeah, I, as much as I like the end results of a popular restaurant, I often, like, try to find, a po- like, when once a restaurant becomes popular, I, I, I get really, like, ah, uh, I, like, I hate, like, I hate waiting. I just want to, like, game the system mm-hmm. and, like, find something that's, not popular and be like, totally. I, uh, this is almost as good. Uh, it's good yeah. enough. So yeah, yeah, totally. I'm yeah. with you there. Um, what do you guys uh, do on the road? Do you uh, spend a lot of time in restaurants, traveling up and down, or do you uh, uh, pack, uh, pack a lunch, save some uh, money? It kind of depends. Um, we just did like four or five days in Canada, 
um, over the past weekend. And, and that's really tough because you're doing, you know, like eight to 12 hour drive days. So really on those days, as much as it sucks and as much as I, I wish it wasn't this case, it's a lot of like crappy Tim Hortons biscuit, mm-hmm. you know, breakfast things. Um, but if we do have more time, there's, we're mostly all vegetarian now mm-hmm. in the band. So Andy is a big advocate of the Happy Cow site. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll usually try to find something that's like healthy-ish. Mm-hmm. That's kind of important to everybody in the band. But um, we're doing San Francisco next week, and I am like, I have a massive list of things that I want to eat, like, you know, Mission Chinese food. And I just watched the, um, you know, that Anthony Bourdain show, yep. um, The Layover. Oh, that one, like, yes, This is yes. perfect for, like, a band because it's, you know, they have, like, 12 hours in the city or whatever. And then I realized that it's not perfect for a band because he is a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, he I am can not. go wherever he wants. <laughs> yeah, and exactly, and but... he's, he's a millionaire who's also a food celebrity. So if he says he exactly. wants to go to someone's restaurant, they'll just he's clear in. a path yeah. for him. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But, yeah, that gave me some good ideas. Well, that you guys just need to be more famous there. so that you can get the same sort of treatment when you Yeah, when well, fine with me. Yeah, yeah, totally. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, thanks. Uh, thanks so much for talking to us. Uh, course, is yeah. there anything that your fans should be looking out for if uh, if there um, well, any new releases, shows coming up that uh, they should check out, or, or some other bands that you like that you want to plug? Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple things on the go. We're playing December tenth at the Lido, which will be very fun. Mm-hmm. My favorite bar in Vancouver. If I give them a little plug there. Yeah, the Lido's um, pretty great. Yeah, we just released a live video, actually, of Golden Man, if, if that is the song that you displayed. But mm-hmm. um, it is an 11-minute song. I think it's only, like, four and a half. But um, it was shot by Matt Leaf, who's a Vancouver director. Um, it's kind of like a live little takeaway video that is kind of just making the rounds now on the Internet. And we will have a single, I think, release. We're shooting for March now. It's kind of our next our next thing, um, like a seven-inch single for the new record. So. Oh, cool. Well, very. Yeah. Well, hopefully, people will keep keep an eye out for that. Do you uh, mm-hmm. do you know what people should be looking for, like the name of it yet, or is it? We I don't think. Well, or, the are you name not of the single it? is Anthony. Okay. Which is I think the first time I've said this in public. So there oh, you go. Yeah. But, a big, a yeah. Scoop. What is? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. Um, so I uh, I asked you for a song that I hadn't played yet um, mm-hmm. to, to play off of the new album, and you said anything good. That's right. All right. Well, uh, I, this is anything good, and um, it might actually be Golden Man because <laughs> I think that the order of these songs on the on the advance might have been misprinted slightly. No way. It's really? Ten minutes. I don't. I, well, I don't know. I'm. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, anything good? Is it normally ten minutes long? No, that's Golden Man. All right, that's Golden Man. I guess. Yeah, I guess well, if I you got hear a man up. singing, it's anything good. If you hear a, a woman singing, it's any other. Song and the woman like would that. be you, correct? Just me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you hear Courtney singing, then yeah, it's, there you uh, go. Golden Man. So at least we will play it. So, cool. <laughs> um, uh, well, thanks so much, and uh, thank you. And uh, I'll hopefully, I'll catch you at the show at the Lido. Cool. Sounds good. Thank you. No problem. Bye. Okay. Have a good night.
And that was Golden Man. Um, and it turns out I was misreading the uh, typeface or so the typography on um, Should the Light Go Out by Twin River. And the songs that I played earlier were Word to the Wise and It Won't Be Long. Uh, I got that mixed up. Um, but it's all sorted out now. And because that song is a nice 10 minute long song, um, nice and 10 minutes long. I will now be playing one more song, and uh, it's going to be by White Ash Falls, a, collab- some, a collaborator of uh, of Courtney's. Uh, Cor- that was uh, Courtney Ewan Bromley from White Ash, or sorry, from uh, Twin River, uh, who called in, and it was very nice of her to come call in and talk to us and uh, have some patience as, with the uh, technical difficulties that we were having. Uh, but now I will be playing a, this song is called Running Scared and it is by White Ash Falls and it's from Over the Night, but make sure you stay tuned to CITR for TikTok, which will be coming up next and, uh, Thunderbird Radio Hell with Ben Lai, which will be coming on afterwards. Have a great night and I'll, I will talk to you guys in two weeks.
got a stack of records here, a stack of records there. I got records scattered all over everywhere, but I'm looking for one. Discorder Magazine has been supporting independent music for over 30 years, and it keeps on living by joining efforts with local music supporters such as Vinyl Records. You can find a selection of Vinyl Records' featured albums on the back cover of Discorder and can support your favorite local bands and artists by purchasing their records. For more information on their vast selection of new, used, and rare music, go to vinylrecords.ca. Conservation is the first and best resource option for BC. Do your part. Turn off the lights when you leave a room and unplug your cell phone charger when charging is complete. Visit bchydro.com to find out more ways you can make a difference. This message brought to you by BC Hydro Power Smart and CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Face the TV screen, time for the hate half hour. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Don't just hate radio, just Love your radio. Listening to TikTok.